Hey folks, Dave Rubin here. Um, I'm doing, uh, this, it's time for the ad read for the Rubin Report here. Um, can, I, can I ask you fellas, do you, do you guys use the restroom? Uh, occasionally. Occasionally? Yeah, occasionally. So, yeah, I, um, know, every now and then. I, I, I have a fear of them. What, what do you use, what do you typically use to, to get rid of your waste? Uh, toilet paper. Yeah, yeah, I, I use toilet paper to get rid of my waste. No, I mean, I mean like, <laughs> like, I mean, like, <laughs> 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 the, the specific, like, where do you use the restroom? Oh, the, the sink. <laughs> oh, well, that's interesting. Most people use some sort of toilet. <laughs> I mean, I'm just built different, I guess. Well, I, I have a, there's a revolutionary new, new company that is, uh, it's, it's revolutionizing the market, you know, the marketplace of ideas. Have you ever considered uh, using the restroom on a car door handle? <laughs> no, no. no, I haven't. Oh, oh, oh really? You've never, oh, boy. <laughs> you've never, You've never considered this? No, uh, no, no but I know you? someone who has. <laughs> why don't you? Oh, that's me? interesting. That guy sounds like a really smart guy. You should <laughs> be sure. listened to. I'm sure he did it for good reasons. <laughs> yeah, I, I would think. Looking back, if I had to, if I had to ask that guy why he did that, he would probably have great reasons behind it. Oh yeah, folks, no, no, no. <laughs> but folks, I'm, I'm thinking. You know, if you. Sometimes, you know, you're, you're at someone's house, you're at a party of some kind, um, and, you know, you, you, you walk into the restroom, right? And there's, you know, there's people making out in there, people throwing up in there, all kinds of stuff. What if you just walked outside and pissed on a car door handle? <laughs> okay, that's is a really intriguing concept. Dave, Dave, is this an advertisement for pissing this, on car this, door handles? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, why not? <laughs> that's pretty okay. much all it is it's a it's a new a brand new company called uh mazda <laughs> that's, that's, uh you know constructing these these sorts of uh these these car door handles but you can piss on them it's it's fantastic it's a fantastic company i've you know i've used it myself do you have a promo code for us? <laughs> uh, the promo code is uh, lying cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so just, you know, go to www.mazda.net and enter promo code lying cunt to get your, to get a, you'll get a free actually door handle pistol. All right, uh, thank you. Dear mom and dad, I hope this letter finds you well. I'm high as hell and thought it might be nice to write. I lost another job, now Buskin pays the bills and buys a pill so I can get some sleep at night. So far from home, and I feel so open up this episode I'm gonna read a passage read a passage from from a host um a book okay are you ready are you guys ready yeah uh this is a passage from uh don't burn this book (laughs) uh this is this is Dave Rubin's incredibly successful um, is an incredibly successful book that landed him real real spotlight. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, 
<laughs> oh god, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this in one take. I'll give it a shot though. <clears throat> I want you to walk into a bar and order yourselves a full-bodied opinion. I want you to get absolutely wasted on facts until 3 a.m. And then, when you're just about ready to pass out, I want you to get another large glass of reality and chug it. Now this is epic. Now, see that? Yeah. Yeah, Um, I just, I feel like that is a good way to start this episode out. Was that the in the intro of the book? I don't know. I didn't read the book. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, who would? Yeah, there, but there's a ton of great passages of it online if you're if you're feeling particularly uh, curious. But uh, so, can I just say a little something about that awe-inspiring prose that we just heard? Uh, dude, speak on those prose. I, I just have to say that those words and that combination uh they truly got me intrigued on what the rest of the book is you know like now i'm incredibly curious (laughs) it's just like a like just a long-winded metaphor like he never stops so like going to the bar like thing it's it's the entire book yeah and then when you're when you're out in the parking lot you know smoking some knowledge (laughs) and when you when When you get when you get behind the wheel of the car after after chugging 30 30 uh 30 pack of facts and uh really when truth walked up to you in the bar and handed her her number it it started it started as just a way to have fun kick back and relax i would smoke I would smoke facts with my friends. Uh, it was it was nothing special, and I was able to continue to live a normal life. But then sooner, I started smoking sooner, I, <laughs> sooner I, I turned on to the harder stuff. I started taking in knowledge, depth, and literature. Facts weren't enough for me anymore. And then I needed a lot. <laughs> I, realized, I realized I realized I hit rock bottom <laughs> after I went searching for facts and logic in a dumpster one stormy night. After I was <laughs> after after shooting up some black tar books. <laughs> um yeah, one time I tried this Soviet sagacity and that shit was an intense brain orgasm. <laughs> Yeah, you do you ever go on a bender where you just inject the the sweetest theory straight into your arteries? Oh yeah, many times. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> anyway, uh the last time we tried to do this episode, we did it in sort of an educational light where we uh looked over the career of Dave Rubin and Jimmy Dore. Instead, today we're just gonna laugh at some funny Dave Rubin clips. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's no all worries. we're that's all we're gonna do today. Um, <laughs> Are we getting some? Audio okay. Here? Yeah. Uh, to start the, it off, this is um, this is Dave Rubin calling a girl anorexic as a compliment. Karis, how are you? Oh no, can't hear you. Think you might be yeah, on mute. Oh, there we go. Okay, there you go. It takes a second. I think there's a little delay. Thank you for having me. Kareth, you definitely, wherever you are geographically right now, have gone the anorexic route. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. When you told me that, I didn't realize, you you, you said that, I didn't realize it was going to be so blatant with that. You know, it's even weirder. It's, it's even worse to me that there was like probably a, a, a Zoom call or whatever, right? So he sees her for what, five seconds? And he's yeah. like, oh, you're, you're anorexic. <laughs> this, this, you, know, you know how you know you're good at talking to girls? <laughs> when, you, when you just kiss them right on the forehead and go, oh, you look so anorexic, babe. <laughs> wow, babe, your anorexia is really showing. <laughs> 
Your anorexia yeah, I mean, is popping. <laughs> it's just weird that I mean, like, it's what is it? It's not 2003 anymore, right? Wasn't that the last time that was used as a compliment? I don't think anyone has ever used anorexic as a compliment. I mean, that, I mean, like, as a semi-acceptable term for calling somebody skinny. You yeah, know? Uh, yeah. It's definitely yeah. been a long time. Like, is he's like 44? What is he stuck? I think years no. Ago? He's like. I think he's like 35 or something, right? Dave Rubin. Who gives a shit? Dave Rubin is 44. God he's damn. 44? He's 44 years old? What? Oh, yeah. my God. He's aged like a prince. Yeah, he looks great. He looks great. <laughs> Come on. I mean, like, I know he looks decent for his age, but we can't call him a prince. We reserve royalty titles for our friends and allies. I didn't say he was a prince. I said he looked like a prince. Yeah, but you know, we tell our boys you look like a king. It's it's true, but he, yeah, you know what? I renounce his princehood. Uh, he looks like a <laughs> deceitful goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Is he the goblin that creeps around my backyard and eats my boysenberries? Uh, he eats all your facts and logic. Mm. Oh, okay. That's why there's none left in the world. Yeah. Am I right? That's why we elected Trump. Ayo. Ah. Uh, oh. <laughs> Man, you should go on this week tonight, or last week tonight, whatever yeah. the show is called. Uh, I'll be here all week. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Uh, does any, do you guys have anything funny, uh, anything else funny to say about Dave Rubin? Oh, fuck, I forgot to say. Uh, this is public access. <laughs> oh, is this public access? Yeah, yeah, this is public access. Uh, season four, the best season to date. Uh, we're... We've got some hard shit coming, real hard shit. Um, I I am the kid. I'm joined by Dr. Pepper and Mr. Trail Mix. Uh, independently, you may know them as the Warehouse Guy, Josh, and and the Rat King, Miller. Yeah, that's that's what we're called. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but today they're Dr. Pepper and Mr. Trail Mix. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I don't know why you guys chose thematically matching names for today. Well, you see, I was drinking Dr. Pepper, and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to call myself Dr. Pepper in the Zoom meeting. That was my okay. logic. Yeah, right. that's pretty much the same. I'm snacking on some trail mix right now. Oh, well, my name has to do with what I'm doing right now, too. Loving? Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm loving Sweet love? Yes. <laughs> Making sweet love as we podcast. Very nice. Um, Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Let's watch. uh, Let's watch Dave Rubin. Uh, What should we watch him doing? Should we watch his first stand-up special again? Um, Or or before we get into this, why why doesn't someone give a, a short summary of who Dave Rubin is for the uninitiated? But we are initiated. Um, Miller, do you want to do it? Yeah. Um, Dave Rubin is a, is a gay Jew. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, all right. Um, sort of like the... Hey. I'm sorry. <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> no, uh, D- Dave Rubin is uh, a... <laughs> is, uh, uh, so-called classical liberal who uh, he set out on his own to start his own business uh, with his own money after leaving the Young Turks where he had a, a some sort of show there. A gay Jewish talk show. Yeah, a gay Jewish talk show. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, he and now he's worth $12 million. Um, Is he really? Yeah. Yeah. He's got a nice house. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of tough to describe him because he's just the purest grifter. Um, which is why we have so much fun watching his clips and we just wanted to share the love with you guys. Uh, so let's watch some bad Dave Rubin stand up. Hello. Holy. Holy Jesus, people oh, yeah. showed up. I'll be damned. How you doing? 
Yes, how are you? We were a little nervous because this is above ground and a lot of times gay people only do things in groups below ground. But I'm glad you're all here. This is very exciting. Hot gay comedy. Y'all ever look in your backyard and there's just a hole in the ground with a bunch of gays in there? Mm-hmm. All the time. Um, no. No. Well, well, it sounds like you might just be homophobic. I think I'm missing out on something. Next live for television. Uh, by a sh uh, show of hands, how many of you have televisions? Have you have a pretty good? Okay, how many of you have the Here Network? Okay, we've got some work to do, but we're very good. So, do we have all gay people? Is everyone here gay? You're gay. Very good, very good. Do we have some? A lot of discussion, like did some of you just come out right then? <laughs> I should tell you I'm gay, we're at a gay show. I thought this would be a good way of doing it. Do we have some lesbians? I sense, I sense lesbians. I sense lesbians. <laughs> I sense lesbians. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, lesbians. I walk into the forest and take in a fresh breath of lesbian. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm I'm meditating in my temple, and I can sense someone wearing flannel sneaking up behind me. Ah, uh, yes. I I wear a pendant with a with a small piece of flannel on it. Uh, <laughs> it has a it has a Timberlands lace on it, and I rub it and sense the lesbians around me. I'm a, I'm always sensing lesbians. Uh, yeah. You you I'm walk into tonight. Okay, we're, we're a little lesbian heavy on this side. We may have to move some of you. And straight people, I, I should ask about the... <laughs> people cheering for straight people. Really? That... Let's hear it for straight folks, guys. Yeah! Woo! <laughs> let's, think, let's hear it for, for white people, everyone. We love you, Dave! No homo! I, I love the idea of like three... Uh high school TV jocks just sitting in the corner pounding their fists and banging the table for the straight people. <laughs> straight, yeah, straight, 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 straight. That was disproportionately powerful. Really that many straight here, you sir, obviously straight with your four chicks. and ugh. Uh, a lot of straight people, really? I was going to have security remove like three or four of you, but I guess we can't do that. Do we have any, any gays in relationships, or as I like to call them, gays from the future? Okay, but anyway, uh, you, get, you get the concept of this. Uh, now I'm going to show you Dave Rubin's stand-up from 2018, and you're going to see if there are any similarities. You know, they say that we are more divided than ever, right? That's what they say, whoever the hell they are. They keep saying it. And uh, I, I don't know that, that I believe it, but I thought the best way I could start this, and it's sort of why I do the show, is to, to bring people together. But they keep telling us that, you know, we hate each other, we're more divided. So I thought maybe you guys should look around the room and just kind of look and realize how much you hate everybody else. Ha-ha. Ha-ha-ha. Yeah, by the way, you're going to figure out shortly why everyone in the room doesn't hate each other. Oh, okay. I mean, really, take a look at another table and just really, everyone, please, don't, I'm not just doing this for, look, really, look at each other. I mean, but you see, yeah, you hate them and they hate you and the white people hate everybody else and it's all so stupid. Uh, all right, but I thought what I should do actually is take a little poll because I want to read the room. Uh, how many of you would say that you're conservatives by a round of applause? How many conservatives? Uh -oh. Great sign that you're at a good comedy show. Is yeah, it's going to be a really fun show. A lot of conservatives. Um, by the way, uh, again, you're, you're finding his stamped up formula, which is just talking about uh, identity um you know if you remember his stand-up from 2011 uh, what was the first question he asked any any uh, gay people yeah hey what was it? 
And then, and then seven years later, what was the first question he asked here? Any conservative people? In eight fucking years, he couldn't think <laughs> of a better opening line. So any, uh, you know, any people of my demographic here? <laughs> yeah, that's true. He, he just, he only talks about what he feels most identified with at the, yeah. at the moment. Anyway, here we any go. Any Albanians here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, any do, we have any, here? do we have anyone that supports the Ottoman Empire in the room today? <laughs> Uh, you might have one person like stands up there like woo and then you uh, just like, uh, watch out shot. <laughs> watch out i saw some serbian nationalists over there you may want to <laughs> look both ways <laughs> um, very respectfully you first raised your hand before you <laughs> we don't make a lot of noise conservative we're conserving the applause uh, Conservatives, that's good. Look, that's great. You know, people with jobs and families. <laughs> you know, you're dressed right. I saw you. I could have picked you all out. It's very easy. Oh, well, there's someone who's wearing clothes that fit. Probably a conservative. How many of you, how many of you are libertarians? Libertarians. All right, a roll call so far. <laughs> yeah, just, just roll call. <laughs> we, we've got our conservatives who wear clothes that fit. And we've got our libertarians. Uh, I, what do you guys think his joke about the libertarians is going to be? <laughs> Probably something about how we, you can't, you can't take those child laws away from you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, I could have, I could have picked you out. You know, that that girl looks pretty young. Yeah, sir. <laughs> how old is your girlfriend? Thirteen. Like, oh, uh, sir, you're holding that girl's hand. Is she her your daughter or your you know? <laughs> just, just like picking someone out from the crowd and being like so who's this is this your girlfriend what what are you a libertarian <laughs> anyway no you guys were wrong it's All right. and it's a very special libertarian there Libertarians, yes. Anyone that just applauded, those are the people you can get pot from at the end of the show. Libertarians love pot. Oh my God. Just quick yeah, that was going to be my second guess. One of these, you know, I... Yeah, yeah you, you know those libertarians. Which yeah. it, All, always smoking pot. He, I would have said... His, oh, in his, like, idiocy, he does stumble on to, like, the fundamental truth of libertarianism. And all it is is people are radicalized by not being allowed to smoke weed. I was yeah. going to say something like... That's why I was a libertarian in high school. <laughs> yeah, that is why every pot smoker was a libertarian. Why did I say pot smoker? What am I, from <laughs> fucking 1987? This guy smoke. Were you smoking pot after cutting class? What are you doing, boy? Smoking uh, a little pot out here? This guy hitting so, a slap over here? So basically, I if I if I were in Dave Rubin's position, I would have said something about like how, yeah, the libertarians, they're the ones that, that have all the guns. So, you know, if you go say something, if you say something rude to them, they might shoot you dead on the street after the show. <laughs> but, <laughs> Damn, you would have crushed at that show. Yeah, <laughs> they would have just shot me. <laughs> I was getting medicinal oh. marijuana for my horrific glaucoma, but then, uh, <laughs> but now it's legal, I guess, and you just can show up with your ID or whatever. So I went just like, a couple days ago uh, to the pot shop, and do you, it is impossible to get weed at a pot shop. Have you been? Okay. Uh, a pot shop? What you're about to hear is a classic bit rephrased. I hope you guys are ready. Okay, here we go. We got oil, we got rocks, we got edibles. I was like, do you have weed in weed form? Is that... <laughs> yeah, what happened to the coffee flavored coffee? Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> oh, man. The worst crutch a comedian can lean on. And yeah. He did it. He yeah, had was, to do it. That was funny in that one Sopranos episode, which was like episode one or two. It's like, where, what is this? Where's the coffee? You know, when they went to, uh, like, where they go, like Brooklyn or whatever? Yeah, but, uh, like that coffee shop or whatever. Yeah, that, that real hipster one. And it's just yeah, they're like, taking everything from the Italians. 
yeah, it is just like, oh, wow. Okay, Dave Rubin, 20 years late on that. Yeah. I, I do love that, that he's stumbling onto just infamously bad bits in 2018. <laughs> like Dennis Leary comedy in 2018. Hey, hey, Dennis Leary is a hero, okay? He, he made Rescue Me, all right? It's a fantastic soap opera about firefighters and the drama that is completely pervasive in their life, okay? Mm-hmm. We might, oh, well, we, we'll do it. I was there with the towers. I was there when the towers fell. Well, see, he was, and also his uh, cousin died, and he hates his brother what? who's a cop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I watched the show. I'm not joking here. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, I, no, I believed you from the start. Yeah. I'm um, familiar with Russ. We have, we have the uh, next group of people coming up, by the way, uh, in this incredibly diverse, uh, diverse crew. Even a thing? I mean, I wasn't in college that long ago. Like a bag of swag, that would be fine. <laughs> swag is that a word? Uh... <laughs> All right, we did conservatives. We did uh, libertarians. How many of you? How many progressives? How many progressives? Yeah. There are, but I know people enjoy. It's sometimes hard to clap. Oh my God! Commentary. Sorry, on it's hard to clap. Yeah. Uh, it's it's funny. It's, it's so funny. tough. <laughs> that was yeah. So funny when oh Dave Rubin says people <laughs> are are pussies. Are funny when Dave Rubin <laughs> says that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just like I'm not one to be a you know a a toxic masculinity kind of guy. But from their own standards, Dave Rubin is not a masculine man. You yeah. know? Okay, I am one to be a toxic masculinity guy. <laughs> um, and I, I will say it. Dave Rubin, I will... I'll be there with my soy milk, too. Yeah. Stick, stick it up your ass. See how you like it. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> About it. <laughs> Sticking a carton of soy milk up Dave Rubin's ass. Yeah. Huh. I can do it. What? You don't think I can do it? I, be- I totally believe that you can do it. <laughs> just, just an it's interesting thought. Been, that's all. It's been too long since anyone stuck a carton of milk up his ass. <laughs> Anyway, I'm bored of this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you you get the point. He still sucks at comedy. Yeah. He's. I, can you think of like a like a worse like a worse comedian? Just in terms of structure, uh, joke, uh, build up, setup, punchline. Like, is there anyone with worse fundamentals than Dave Rubin that you've ever seen? Uh, no. Uh, it's pretty bad. It's not very good. Like, even a bad comedian, you'll laugh, you'll chuckle at one of their jokes. Um, I guess. Yeah, main, main, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. could obviously, like, hold yourself and not laugh and, like, force yourself not to. But, I mean, come on, you'd let out a chuckle. Yeah, okay, true. Sometimes with, with bad comedians I've seen, I will appreciate what they're getting at, but it's, it's just not that funny. But I did not appreciate Dave Rubin, and it was not funny at all. It was funny in ways that he didn't want it to be funny. Exactly. He uh, is he. You know what he needs? He needs a carton of soy milk shoved up his ass. (laughs) You know, Dave Rubin and his comedic touches and timing and prowess. It just reminds me of that age-old proverb of he's tossing peanuts in a jar that he just can't reach. It's true. You know, people don't talk about that enough. Um, okay, uh, let's listen to Dave Rubin's analysis of culture. And remember what happened yesterday, the memory hole? We will be in a world where regulators will be constantly confusing us so no one will know what's going on. And, and by the way, that kind of sounds like the world we're in right now. Um, so <laughs> everyone should read 1984. If, if, you know, even if you just do the cliff notes or, or you check out the Prager video, 
But I think more than anything else, this, this confusion about truth. You know, I keep telling people we're in, a, we're in a reality war right now. You know, people think we're in a political <laughs> war or we're in a political <sighs> war. The but I would say war. those are battles. We're we in are, a political <laughs> war. We, we That's are a political in the reality battle. war. Left versus right, Democrat versus Republican. Uh, we're in a cultural battle, you know, Hollywood versus traditional values or whatever, you know, music and all of the fights that happen culturally and celebrity and all that. But both of those are just battles that sit beneath the reality war because the reality <laughs> war is that <laughs> watch and how you get your news, you're going to live in a very different world than your neighbor. So you see, this is how politics <laughs> work. Politics is, politics is a two-legged stool. Uh, you, have, uh, you, have your, uh, you have your political wars and you have your culture war, you know, your musicians against your rednecks. And your Democrats versus Republicans. <laughs> these these famous these famous cult like these famous things that only have two sides to them, and there there's no other alternative influences on them, and they also uh, don't intercede at all. And but those those are just slightly below the real battle happening. Oh the fuck, dude! The that's reality so, war. The reality so, war. That's so <laughs> fucking funny. See, he's, he's, he like he went he went like the regulators are gonna start confusing us. That kind of sounds like the re- like the real world right now. And it's like, no, Dave, that's just you. You're just confused. So these these uh, I can't do a Dave Rubin voice, but uh, these regulators they keep confusing me. They keep keep sending me these different packages. Uh, I don't know how to open them. <laughs> I, I, I might get they, anthrax. They, they keep sending me these packets of forms to fill out, and it's like, I don't know what a W-2 is. Taxes? I haven't done taxes in years. <laughs> Just like outing himself on a podcast of, for tax fraud. <laughs> it's, the the regu- it's the regulators. They're confusing me. That and would you know, be like, that's going to be the downfall of Dave Rubin is he's like, he's going to be like arrested for tax fraud and it's not like he even did it on purpose he just doesn't know how to fill out his taxes. no he's a kind soul <laughs> he's a very <laughs> kind soul that has no fucking clue what's going on so i have two things to say about that clip so the first so i have one that's a little maybe funny hopefully funny maybe one that's more serious uh do you want to talk about the lighthearted one or the serious thing first I think it, it just Let's go goes, with the serious let's thing. Let's go first. serious. The serious thing is that, you know, we joke about the reality war, but it's, it's very true on their end. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. want to drive home to their listeners that they are the only ones that they can trust, right? Listen, only listen to me and Ben Shapiro and people like that because we will tell you the truth and it, it well, is yeah. yeah what it sounds like what it sounds like he's doing is trying to explain uh like big money politics the way it was explained to him even though he doesn't ex- even though he doesn't understand it very well and he's trying to talk about like the influence of culture on reality and the influences of politics and how they manifest in our real lives but he's just so dense and has never even glanced at like source material that it, the way he describes it, it just it sounds like a kindergartner again yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna play this i'm gonna play this again war right now you know people think we're in a political war or we're in a cultural war but i would say those are battles we're in a political battle trump versus biden that's a political battle left versus right democrat versus republican uh, we're in a cultural battle you know Hollywood. And I would just like to add uh, Trump versus Biden, Democrat versus Republican, and left versus right. All three of those are completely separate fucking battles. And he just loops them yeah. all together. Yeah. yeah. Also, also, it's versus. It's not verse. Uh, in, I say small verse point, sometimes. But... You know. I, I don't need your uh, your. We got an English yeah. major here, guys. I apologize. <laughs> Look, we don't need this prescriptivist bullshit right now, Miller. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. This stop is stop, this. stop revising. Stop revising. <laughs> stop. Stop revision. Stop the revise. Stop right. the revision. I'm gonna play this again so that you can hear it one more time, and then we're gonna go to an ad. More than anything else, this this confusion about truth. 
you know, I keep telling people we're in a we're in a reality war right now. You know, people think we're in a political war or we're in a cultural war, but I would say those are battles. We're in a political battle. Trump versus Biden. That's a political battle. Left versus right. Democrat versus Republican. Uh, we're in a cultural battle. You know. Hollywood versus traditional values or whatever, you know, music and all of the fights that happen culturally and celebrity and all that. But both of those are just battles that sit beneath the reality <laughs> because the reality war is that depending on what you watch and how you get your news, you're going to live in a very different world than your neighbor. Okay. There yeah, you have that's it. Just, that's just depressing. I mean, it's reality true. war. It's but it's coming true, to theaters like, near you. Reality. Coming to theaters near you. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it just sucks because they've convinced so many people to hold alternate views on reality. Yeah, through yeah. Okay. these methods, I, it's just sad. Okay, this is Dave Rubin talking about <laughs> regulation and why they're bad. Yeah, regulations are bad. Waterline. There's a lot of, but I would put most of that on the builders, though. They want to build things that are good. Now I get it. I oh, get... that's not true. Listen, people. No, cut, no, people are going to build corners all the time. Like you have to have regulations when it comes to construction methods, they, or people are going to get fucked. They cut regulate. They cut corners when there are regulations, anyway. They do. They would cut a lot more if there weren't regulations. I'm not totally. You go to third world countries and look at construction methods. They're fucking dangerous. Yeah. That's why schools collapse on kids in foreign countries sometimes. Well, I'm not complete. I'm not telling you that I'm against all regulation, period. That's okay. where, but that's where I said intellectually, I like that argument because you could make a, I think you can make a very sound argument that. By the way, liber libertarians love doing two things that uh, Ruben just did. One of them <laughs> being saying, Oh, I'm in favor of some regulation, then never ever expounding on what those regulations are and yeah. only saying it when they're challenged in a way that they can't combat. The other one is saying the phrase, one can make an argument when they don't want to make the argument. So, just, yeah, just something to think about. He just used like two of the cardinal libertarian sins. Yeah, like, and would force it, it's, people to. Can I just say something about the libertarian like argument real quick? It's just that you could that... say whatever you want, King. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> the reason why libertarian arguments just kind of fall flat is because it doesn't like you can make a line of reasoning about like laissez-faire capitalism or whatever, but it's just and it would be like solid reasoning, like you know, like a plus or a one plus one is two whatever but it doesn't take into like actual real world implications of that argument i guess like it's not material uh materialist it's not grounded i guess one could make the argument that you should let me uh take you on a date <laughs> one could make the argument that you look very nice tonight and... You can make the argument that you're a very pretty girl. <laughs> one, one could make the argument that uh, you should let me have sex with you. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly yeah. like that. Yeah, but that's basically yeah. That is basically a libertarian argument. So be sure. Uh, wow, nice co um, cognitive bias in your argument there. Libertarian asking a girl out. Uh, one could make the argument that. Um, I am perfect for you, and mm -hmm. let me take you out. Uh, this, awesome. is the, this is the girl talking. I'm 12. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you could just say that a libertarian would also say something like, you know, I'm clearly this superior alpha red pill Chad male in this situation here, and all these beta soy cucks are worthless. It's true. All right, let's let's continue uh, with this <laughs> All right, stunning display. To do better work. Like if you're a plumber, you have a vested interest in doing the best plumbing job you can so that people will rate you on Yelp so that you will get more work. You don't have a vested interest in cutting corners. Now you might, right? You're going to push it as much as you can to save as much time and energy and money as you can. Miller, you're a professional plumber. Tell us the issue with that. <laughs> well, I mean, he just... He just debunked the first sentence with the second sentence. 
Like that, he was like, you don't have a vested interest in making something bad. I mean, you might have a vested interest in saving time and money by cutting regulations. Like that's, what the fuck? You know? You just said the thing. Listen, he's a special boy. He is a special, is a special boy. boy. Mm -hmm. But once you go over that edge, yeah, you don't want to be known as the guy that the you tighten something too much so that you flooded the house or when you're building a house. You're thinking you're, logically, though, when when people fuck things up and short things and do things terrible, they're not thinking logically. But they're I don't think it's the government. Heads. I don't think it's the government that they're like, ah, the government gave me this regulation. So that's why I'm going to do it right. Well, what? they didn't no. have that's literally oh what God. people think. <laughs> oh, my. oh, my God. Call it. It's call also. It, I have to I have to yell about that so much. You know how many fucking times we we oh Josh, do, Josh, do you guys have strict regulation at your workplace where everything is uh, measured out tediously and yes. it's important solar, that you follow everything correctly? Solar code is so important to get it right. Otherwise, interesting fire interesting burn out a fucking house. Jesus goddamn Christ. We don't just do things because we think it's right. We do things by the book because they fucking tell us what's right. And let and me ask you another question. Uh, if there were no regulations, uh, would the company be significantly shittier? Uh, well, okay. <laughs> Not to brag, but we are Josh. a... Josh. <laughs> Come on. No. Okay. You know what? Let's say the industry would be shittier, not my specific company. Okay. Fine. I'll accept that. Yeah. There, are plenty, there are plenty of shitty solar companies out there. I'm not saying that if you work in solar, you're this green night hippie, but I am saying that we try and do our best work by following best construction practices, which is following code. So I'm just saying. Yeah. They didn't like pull these codes out of their ass. They are based in something. Yeah, they're have based any regulation. All right, uh, let's let's continue uh, with this absolute demolition happening here. <laughs> have you ever seen someone just get their argument picked apart so quickly in ninety seconds? By no I less than Joe Rogan. Yeah. Well, yes, Rogan, Joe Rogan Rogan is great at this. When Rogan's on point. He can, he, like, he absolutely tears people. Like, did you see him uh, shred, uh, what's his name? Uh, the fucking One-Eye Willie. No. What was that? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Crenshaw. Oh, Crenshaw. Um, <laughs> One-Eye Willie. He shredded Crenshaw on Medicare for All. It was really funny. Oh, and I like, didn't see that. Because when he understands something, you know, it's been drilled into his head and he knows this stuff. And yeah. uh, it's clear that Ruben does it. Yeah. There'd be no incentive whatsoever to do it right. No, there would knew, be an incentive. If they knew there were no inspectors. No one was going to check their stuff and make sure that their stuff was up to code. Listen, man, I was in no. construction my whole life. My dad was an architect. Yeah. I've been in construction since I was a little kid. You fucking need regulations. These guys... A lot of people that are in construction, they'll do whatever the fuck they can to make money. And it's not good for the people that have the house because they might have that house for five, ten years before that problem manifests itself. The, the people who are establishing these codes are licensed builders or people that have been involved in construction for a long fucking time. And they know what's safe and what's not safe. That's why those codes exist. It exists to protect the consumers. You can't just protect the consumers through the marketplace because so it I'm not takes calling a long for time for these problems to become a real issue. And these problems could potentially damage everybody in the neighborhood. It's not just going to affect the person on this one lot. Like if a fire starts, it burns all the houses in the neighborhood or if a flood happens and it floods everyone downhill, it's, it's a real problem. Like Absolutely. You have to be real careful with construction. I get it. And, you know, my dad wasn't in construction, so I'm not privy to, like, all of that, the little stuff. But I genuinely believe that as a general level, people have a vested interest in, especially now, because of phones and apps and Yelp and all of those mm -hmm. things. Okay, I can't doing... take it anymore. Uh, that's, that's all wait, of that. Wait, what was he going to talk about? Uh, no, apps? we're not. No, phones and apps. Phones okay. and apps. I, oh, oh, was he saying, was he going to compare the marketplaces to phone apps to construction practices? Yeah. yeah. Jesus goddamn Christ. No, um, it's, just, it's just like, I mean, I mean, what, what I said and then what Joe Rogan said, 
after I, it's just the, the ultimate truth behind what code is in construction. Like, all right, uh, guys, oh I, I, don't, I really, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I just, I feel like absolute <laughs> dirt. Uh, I need a palate cleanser. Uh, I've got a real treat for you guys. Um, this is Larry King on Dave Rubin's show. Um, and he completely blows him off and takes a phone call from his son. <laughs> yeah. And isn't he live? Is it? <clears throat> isn't he live? Yeah, he's live. Um, oh shit! Hello. <laughs> hey, Cannon, where are you? <laughs> oh, are you? So, the- just to fill everyone in, since this is in audio form, uh, Ruben is sitting there with a soy face, with his hands outstretched, as uh, Larry King, who's looking beautiful as ever. Uh, whips out his flip phone, <laughs> opens it up, uh, only to hear the voice of his son. I have a game today. <laughs> I got a list. You got a doubleheader this coming Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> How did you do? Oh, my God. How sad is that? Oh yeah. my god. So he's so, like he's like come come on. <laughs> come on. Ruben thinking this is a bit um just whispers Larry. <laughs> and and uh King completely ignores him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to know what they were talking about leading up to this. Um they were God, I seen the episode. Um, do you want me to find it? No, nah, it's okay. I'm just okay. like, it must have been so incredibly stupid. <laughs> yeah, I think they were talking about like the history of talk radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is that is definitely boring as shit. Yeah, no wonder that Larry King took a fucking phone call. Oh yeah, for real. If you were on Ruben's show, you would do it, right? Yes, I would. I would go on Ruben's show just blazed out of my mind Ruben I will go on the Ruben report I will do it I will Twitter famous user posting warrior on Ruben report Mm -hmm. I will continue my posting jihad (laughs) (laughs) I will go on the Ruben report I'm just saying if you want someone to stick a milk carton up your ass I'm here for you okay (laughs) let's continue watching this this is so funny it's great. <laughs> That's a 333 batting average, Cannon. <laughs> I'm doing David Rubin's podcast now. I'm on his show, and while talking to you, the audience is watching me talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, Captain! You're a starter, so if you could do ten minutes when you open the refrigerator, <laughs> he wants to do his own podcast. Oh, He's oh, be- oh okay. <laughs> Cannon King, can you guys? Can anyone please find and reach out to Cannon King? Cannon, you are our age. We like your vibes. You like baseball. We love baseball. <laughs> Cannon King, come on public access, please. This is an open. This that is would be open, awesome. This is an open call to Canon King, son of Larry King. Dude, yeah. he is twenty years old. <laughs> Let's get Canon King on public access. Yeah, we'll get Canon King on. Oh, wow. he wants a podcast, so we'll yeah. See. Anyway, here we go. So I'll bring him here. He's a great kid. All right, Ken. When am I going to see it? Um, tonight I'm tied up. Tomorrow I got to do the hump. About Thursday. About Friday night. All right. The night before your doubleheader. I'll be at both games. Okay, I'll be there. He's still going. (laughs) Okay, yeah, and now it sounds like he's slowing it down. Okay, talk to you tomorrow. What? What? No, what? 
Today? <laughs> That's great. The Dodgers got Mookie Betts and David Price today. You're breaking. You're breaking. Oh my God! Man. He looks so mad. Uh, <laughs> Wait, he, oh. He's just seething. Let's let's see if I can freeze frame on that. This <laughs> <laughs> for me, you man. Yeah. Oh, there it is. There it is. That's the thumbnail. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> he's become the Joker. Dude, he has become the joker. Oh God. The disrespect. He's gone on for two minutes just on his phone. Yeah. I that's tremendous. Who did they give up for them? No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's two pretty good players. Kenta Maeda can pitch it. Alex Verdugo is going to be a star. So, Peterson, is there someone going from the Angels to the Red Sox? (laughs) (laughs) Casually, like, sipping water. Wow. Cannon, you bring me great news. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Okay, this is enough of that. Also, at a certain what? Oh, I was just looking it up. Cannon was born in May 2000, and the older brother was born in March 1999. They're Irish twins. Whoa, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and Larry King's wife at the time was like 40. And he was like, what? How old was he? 67? 66? Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, Did you guys? Old. He's like old to have a son that's only like 20. Well, yeah, he's a baller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Dude, he think about the alpha mindset you have to have to go on Dave Rubin and just pull your phone out. <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's Larry King for you. Dare, yeah, I, no. dare I say that's some king shit? Oh, dude, we, he's he is a public access king. He is in the yeah. public access hall of kings. Yeah. <laughs> but like, like you got to imagine in his private life, he's such a fucking gangster. <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> like he puts on a public persona but i mean the guy's a cold-blooded killer he was he was getting married to like a like a dime piece in the 70s <laughs> well you know that's how it is i guess yeah. i don't know let's see uh let's see ruben's like reaction after king hangs up okay let me see if i can find it <laughs> Wait. First of all, analyze that posture for me. That is a that is a f- furious man. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Stop moving real quick. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. This is his reaction. Uh, I'll actually put it. Right here. Well, time. Okay, Cannon, baby, I love you. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs> well, folks, the Dodgers got Wookie Betts and uh, David Price and Jock Peterson went to the Angels three-way trade. See, you are a newsman. Breaking news. See that? That's my excitement. <laughs> Do you really doesn't doesn't even <laughs> doesn't even say like, oh, I'm sorry, I had to take that. <laughs> you know that you love your son. You really you you love your kids. I, I've seen you with a couple. I've got kids. three. Gr- Jesus. Oh my goodness. Awesome. God damn. That might be the funniest Dave Rubin clip. Yeah. It actually, you know what? Except for that that or the uh the Ben Shapiro one. I did not pull that one actually. Ah, uh, that's okay. Um Everyone's I do seen that one. Yeah. I I have a better one. I have a better clip uh that I will share right now, actually. I completely forgot that I had it. Okay, this clip is Ruben uh, admitting that he's not allowed on Rogan anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. That's that's a good one. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Um, will I go on Rogan's podcast? I, I asked him and our PR people asked him uh, about a bajillion times to go on for my book. <laughs> we did not 
get a response as far as I know. So I don't know what happened there. It's a little weird for me to say that publicly. <laughs> Just begging to his audience. We we reached out to him a bajillion times. Uh, I emailed his wife. Uh, I knocked on his door. I I got an Uber account. I delivered food to him. He slammed the door in my face. <laughs> Uh, we cannot contact him for the life of us. Oh my god, that was—that's <laughs> so good. It's a short clip, but it's a fun one. Yeah, Josh, you weren't as familiar with Ruben before we started exposing him to you. Well, as... I mean, you know, I obviously knew about him, and I knew he was a, a wonk and a hack, and not cool or funny or good. But you're really opening my eyes. <laughs> who he is yeah this this is the good stuff Mm -hmm. uh that's some some uncut facts and logic for you i wanted to know if you had like some unique insight into his personality like if if you found something because everyone has a different perspective on him now is do what what, do you have any new insights into ruben after what you've seen so far any new insights i guess nothing nothing necessarily there's there's nothing necessarily jumping to the front of my mind i feel like anything i could say about ruben so far is stuff that would be kind of obvious i mean he's a grifter he's a wonk he's probably got a lot of what self-hatred you know self-loathing yeah i mean the gay jokes the gay jokes are really a dead giveaway yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't know. At a certain, it's it's like it's one thing to make self-deprecating jokes, uh, you know, but it's a, another thing entirely to make self-deprecating jokes about a being in a demographic that your purported political party, the majority of them, absolutely hates. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 This this clip right here, uh, I think, says a lot about him too. There you go. Yeah, the memes are great. That's the thing. I, I don't I, look, I am not for white supremacy or neo-Nazism, but the alt-right shit posting fun um, call out the bullshit mock the power thing is amazing, actually. They're the, they're that, there's nothing funny coming out on the left anymore. The left is a bunch of have you watched any of these comedy show comedy shows? They're a bunch of preachy little bitches right now. The left is is crumbling because the look at all your favorite comics and writers and whatever on Twitter. Are any of them funny anymore? They're not funny. You know where the funny stuff's coming? It's coming out of the alt-right. That doesn't mean I'm a Nazi. Oh my god. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. Yeah. I was I was withholding that one for late. I think it exposes a layer of his personality that you touched on a lot. And it's that intense self-loathing. Self-loathing. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, come on, man. I mean, like, so there's just, obviously, aside from the, the obvious, there's a lot wrong with that. I mean, we could talk about how it's, in reality, it's, uh, it's switched, how there's very no conservative comedians that are funny at all because it's the same three jokes. But that's too obvious. We can't really go into that. Yeah. And we could also talk about how he basically is a nazi but that's pretty obvious but i don't know man it's just he is way too corny to be a nazi are you kidding well look i mean you know (laughs) sympathetic to the ideals yeah he he would be a court jester in the court jester yeah it's it's just like no but see all the fun fuck the bullshit or, or cut through the bullshit poking at the power structures are coming out of alt-right shit posters alt-right nazi shit posters that's look i'm just saying i'm just saying they're hilarious okay they're talking yeah. about murdering my people they're talking yeah. about murdering <laughs> you know what they're hilarious yeah uh, they're so funny Call, calling uh, out the power by giving them all big noses and cartoons <laughs> You know what? You know, calling what? out the Ruben. power by pulling the sideburns of small Jewish boys. Yeah, you know it's really something when, and I'm not sure what he said about like something like the Tree of Life shooting, or you know. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't even want to get into 
okay his reactions yeah, yeah. to that stuff because yeah, that's I'm, when like you see his real true colors we're trying to have a laugh here today yeah i mean yeah, i was I just, just gonna say like i'm just gonna say like i know his reaction was really bad that's what that's just what i was gonna say yeah his reaction to uh bolsonaro's also oh boy that, yeah. that one's also very revealing yeah let's let's steer clear of that one for today yeah at least. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but one part of that that infuriated me more than anything is who the fuck is he to say someone or some comedian isn't funny? Who who does he think he is? Yeah. We, we have given ample evidence that Dave Rubin might possibly be the least funny person in media. I, I mean, Lou, Lou Dobbs, Lou Dobbs is more entertaining than him. Yeah. I don't even who the fuck is Lou Dobbs? No, Dennis Leary's funnier than Dave Rubin. Lou Dobbs. Oh, easy. Look yeah. up Lou Dobbs. You'll know who I'm talking about. Lou Dobbs. Uh oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, but he's never been a comedian. I yeah, that was yeah, thanks, for, yeah. <laughs> thanks for analyzing the joke, Mom. Yeah, God. you're welcome. <laughs> Wait, okay. do you know Lou Dobbs in person? What? Why would I know Lou Dobbs in person? Oh, never mind. Maybe that's a, a generational mom thing because my mom would always ask me who these people like if I knew them. Oh, yeah my my parents are like your age. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, not that old. Yeah, yeah. My parents are twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's something in the water in Dallas. Uh, yeah, no. How how uncomfortable are you, would you guys be if I if I had just been bullshitting the whole time and I was just like 16? Well, you know what? Ugh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I would feel weird. I think you know we're talking about certain subjects. Oh no. <laughs> I was riffing yeah, yeah. with a high schooler. You, you've you've had many hours riffing with a high schooler. <laughs> I, I'm not 16. Um, whatever. Okay, uh, let's continue. But yeah, I'd, I'd be willing to wager that uh, Michael Knowles is funnier than him. Yeah, that's, I think that's fair. Yeah, he has better stage presence, better jokes. Oh, yeah. Better manifestation of the three jokes. Yeah, his, um, I don't know if you know about Michael Knowles's book that he quote unquote wrote, but uh, it's titled um reasons to vote for democrats and it's just oh it's just empty in pages it. Yeah, yeah yeah it's just empty yeah. pages that is like an actual joke that i can appreciate the humor behind yeah it's a commitment to a joke that ruben does not have the tenacity oh yeah to yeah achieve okay let's see if i can if i have any like fun short clips i can end it on yeah give us a, a shorter clip I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, here is uh, Ruben's grandma. <laughs> Shouldn't we do Ruben's grandma to end it? Oh, yeah. Best of people. Yeah. And, and hope for the best. Yeah. Do the best you can and be uh, you can. Yeah. And a few years ago, I told you that I was gay, but you didn't even care. I don't remember. <laughs> Are you gay? <laughs> I didn't remember. Classic. I don't care. Dark. I used to think my life was a tragedy. Now, Dave Rubin is the Joker. Yeah. Dave Rubin, yeah, he he became the Joker. That Lord forgive me, I I I Dave Rubin have become the friggin' Joker. <laughs> 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 we we you know the left doesn't want you to know that we live in a society <laughs> <laughs> okay and with that i think we can close out on this episode yeah just cool just yeah fun, fun little yanking at the chain of uh of David. yeah uh, again uh canon king please <laughs> please please. Go on public access. Please. Please. please please come on public access all right. Uh, anyone have any closing words? Make them quick if you do. Dr. Pepper. Dear mom and dad, 
uh, trail mix. Books. <laughs> uh, public access, baby. Another shot, another one.